I'll let you in on a little secret. Reaching your revenue goal won't change your life, but hitting your profit goal, that absolutely will. If you want to build a life-first business this year, you need to create more margin, both in your finances and in your schedule. If you're ready to double down on profit-generating strategies that actually work so you can work four-day weeks, go on real vacations, or even take the summers off, you won't want to miss this. In my free masterclass, Double Your Profit While Working Less, you'll learn exactly how to set your business up to scale so you can give yourself a raise, create a clear plan for how to work that dream schedule, and step into your CEO era, the one where you and your business aren't just surviving, but thriving. You can grab this free masterclass at www.jadeboyd.co backslash double your profit masterclass or go to the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA business strategist and mentor who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. So before we dive into today's episode, I have something kind of exciting to talk about. So I've been thinking for the last year or forever, it seems, about how I can best help female business owners overcome overwhelm and pursue their highest level of contribution in their business. And that's resulted in me taking on a bunch of different projects because productivity is complex as a business owner. It relates to so many things that are going on in your business and in your life. And the solution is not always easy to come by. Sometimes the solution looks different for every person. And sometimes the solution looks different for each season that you're in. So in the pursuit of understanding even to a deeper extent how productivity is happening in the lives of female business owners and how I can make my own highest level of contribution to help you get out of overwhelm and achieve your highest goals in your business while not hustling 24-7, I want to hear from you, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I would love to talk individually, one-on-one, with at least 100 female business owners this summer. This is my number one goal for the summer, to deeply understand the challenges that you're facing, what's going on in your business, what's going on in your life, what tools you're using, what's working, what's not working, so that I can come to my highest level of understanding of the solution. I am specifically working on a really exciting project. And if you love pretty things and growing your business, you're going to love this product. But I do want it to be informed not just by what's helpful for me, but what's helpful for women everywhere who are trying to manage all the things and balance busy lives in this modern world that we live in. So after the show, or if you have a minute right now, press pause and head to the show notes, click on that link and schedule some time on my calendar. These meetings are slotted for 30 minutes, and I will ask a standard set of questions about what's going on in your business, ways that you stay productive, things that are challenging in this season of life or season of business for you. And if there's time for me to provide free advice, whether that's um, books or resources or free resources that I've created, I'm happy to do that. These are not going to be high-pressure sales calls or anything like that, although if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, we can talk about that 
on the call as well, but I will leave that to you to bring it up if that's something that you're interested in. My main goal for this really is just to learn from you, to hear from you, and to listen as intently as I can. So if you're willing to participate, please go to the link and schedule some time on my calendar, and I would love to talk one-on-one with you. Again, I plan on doing this throughout the summer. So if you're listening to this episode beyond 2022, (laughs) it might not be a valid link anymore, but this is really um, a time that I've set aside in order to hear directly from you. So I hope that you will head on over and schedule the link and book some time to talk about the challenges that you're facing in your business. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. We're talking about less but better goals in business. And I'm going to try and keep this one on the shorter side. I know my episodes recently have gone really long, so I I realized that I have a lot to say about these topics. Um, But for today, I really want to focus in on goal setting, some challenges that people come across, and how I manage my goals in my business and in my life so that it doesn't add more to my plate and actually frees up time for me to spend being rather than doing. So first, I want to talk a little bit about why to set goals, because I know that there are business owners out there who are adamantly opposed to goal setting. If you're listening to this podcast, this probably isn't you, but I did want to touch on why goal setting is important in the first place. First of all, the practice of goal setting is not just helpful in determining the direction that we're heading and helping us like figure out what step we need to take today or this week or this month, but it also contributes to your your happiness. As human beings, we're wired to want to pursue something that's meaningful. We're wired to ask the questions like, what is my purpose? Where am I headed? What do I want my life to look like? And if you're an ambitious woman in business, you're probably asking yourself these questions often, maybe even daily, and struggling with how to know what your purpose is and what you're headed towards and what you should be focused on. And the process of setting clear, tangible goals is a way of giving yourself a direction in the pursuit of those goals, even if you don't reach them, feeling like everything you're doing day to day, maybe not everything you're doing, but at least every day doing something that feels like you're contributing, feels like you're moving towards something meaningful, feels like you're inching towards that 1% progress that um, is helping you improve, is helping you make an impact on the world. All of those things contribute to your happiness despite your circumstances. Even if you're in a really challenging season but feel like your work is meaningful, those things can help and go above and beyond to help you keep moving, keep pushing through those hard seasons of business and hard seasons of life feeling like what you're doing is worth it if you know the goal that you're headed towards. So it's just a really valuable practice to help you clarify the direction you're heading, to help you clarify what you should be focused on on a daily basis, but also to help you motivate yourself and help you stay grounded in those seasons where life feels overwhelming, feels impossible, and it's way easier to give up. Um, Successful business owners always keep moving forward. Even if you take a down day, I call them pity party days when I'm having a particularly hard time. I'll say like, okay, for 24 hours, I have permission to sit in this and have that pity party that feels good. But after that, I'm going to pick myself up and keep going. And so goals oftentimes are what keeps us going if we know why we're actually pursuing those goals and if they're meaningful. So I do want to give the disclaimer that you cannot base your happiness on whether or not you achieve your goals. If you're not able to be content with what you have today, you will probably never be able to be content with what you have in the future. 
I don't think that happiness and being content is based on what you achieve or your circumstances even. If you've done any international travel, you will see that there are people in the world living with much less than we are in America. And I don't care if you're like in a one-bedroom apartment, um, no privacy and like the busiest season of life. You still have so much more here in America than a lot of people do around the world. And I have seen some of the happiest people live with so much less than I have. And not that suffering is comparable. Every every person's suffering is real, but it makes it super obvious to me that contentedness is not found in your status in life, in the growth in your business, in the cleanliness of your house, or for me, the completedness of home construction. Um, it's It has so much more to do with the way that you're living and enjoying everyday life than it does with what you've achieved. And so Yes, the pursuit of goals can help us be happier in the day-to-day knowing that we are doing work worth doing, but no, contentedness is not found in actually achieving those goals. Oftentimes, you can hear from other female business owners when they hit really big goals, there's that excitement and then there's that sense of emptiness where it's like, oh, I thought that this would feel differently. I've been thinking about this for so long. I thought achieving this would actually make me feel different, but it doesn't. It's just... They realize that it doesn't matter as much as they thought it did. And so I think that the person that you become in pursuit of your goals and those habits that you do every day, those systems that you set up to help you thrive and enjoy those everyday moments will matter so much more than the actual achievement of your goals in the end. So I do want to have that disclaimer at the beginning because I think oftentimes we get wrapped up in wanting to hit that next milestone and achieve those big, flashy, exciting business moments, which are good things but ultimately they will not bring you happiness. So I wanted to say that right out of the gate. It's completely fine to set big goals and pursue them. And it's a really exciting and rewarding thing to do, but ultimately you have to be grounded in something other than your success in order to feel content and happy in your life. And if you keep chasing that, there's always going to be another milestone, another target, another goal for you waiting when you do achieve it. So today we're talking about less but better goals in business. And you may have heard the phrase scattered efforts lead to scattered results. And that is exactly what we're talking about in business, especially for multi-passionate entrepreneurs who have big dreams and have so many talents and skills and strengths and are able to yield those in so many different ways. It's easy to move an inch in a million different directions and not make any real progress towards your ultimate business goals and oftentimes focusing in on one thing or three things, I would say max, to help you um, move forward in your business are going to get you so much further than if you were to pursue 10 things at the same time. And you may have also heard people say you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And I believe that is so true in business. Oftentimes, we write down these laundry lists of goals for your business and um, even our personal lives and we add it all up and then we are just left with this feeling of overwhelming thinking, wow, I have to change literally everything about my life in order to have the ideal life that I'm looking for. And in this episode, we're really focusing on how to pursue marginal improvement and how to focus in on one thing at a time in order to be more successful. You should definitely be able to list your goals by memory. So if you have so many goals that you can't list them right now on the spot off the top of your head and remember them, then you absolutely know that you have too many. And science tells us that we can remember three things 
we can maybe remember four a little bit less, but we can't remember more than four. So when it comes to goal setting, like I said, I would suggest having three primary goals for your business that you can remember and that you can remind yourself every day so that you can make sure that those small actions that you're taking every day are leading you towards those goals. If you don't even know or you can't remember what your goal is, it's going to be really difficult to make progress towards that goal. Imagine what you could accomplish this year if you doubled down on even one thing in your business. Right now, that's definitely something that I'm asking myself in my business. What if I were to double down on this podcast for the rest of the year and put a little bit less effort towards the good things in my business that are driving a little bit of progress, but not a ton? What if I were to zero those out and focus in on this podcast alone? What would my business look like at the end of the year? What would it look like if I was able to take the time and energy and, I mean, financial resources and put them towards this podcast and growing my audience in creating more episodes into monetizing my podcast? It would open up so many opportunities for me. And there might be something in your business that you've been thinking about for a while. What if I invested in this one thing? What if I was able to put all of my time and attention into this one thing and get really good at it? and focus on it and put the best of my effort and talents towards this. What would that do for other parts of your business? Um, There's a book called The One Thing that explores this principle in terms of identifying one domino that would knock the rest of the dominoes down. So in your business, if there is one thing that would contribute to your success in all the other areas of your business, what would that look like? And I keep coming back to this podcast because it's not only Um, become in a few short months the way that I generate most of my leads for my business. It's also become a way that I've built all of my other social media platforms all comes back to my podcast, which is why that's in the back of my mind. What if I were to double down and focus on that one thing? And that's just a marketing channel. But what if you were to focus on one goal in your business instead of focusing on growing your Instagram audience and growing your revenue and growing your profit and learning that new skill or talent and learning how to monetize a certain channel and doing more and more and more? What if you were to focus on something that you're already doing well now and you were to do that even better? Would that result in change and improvement in the other areas of your business? I would challenge you to sit with that one a little bit and think through everything that you're doing as a business owner. The 80-20 principle, which we've talked about before on this podcast, tells us that 80% of our results are caused by only 20% of our inputs. So 20% of what you're doing in your business is contributing to 80% of your results. What if you were to double down on that 20%, focus on it even more? What would that do for your business? It's definitely easier said than done. I found that simple is never easy. It usually is not easy. It's usually really difficult, but it's worth it. Another problem that I see with people who are setting too many goals is that their goals start competing with each other. So you might have a goal to grow your business by X percent, but you also have a goal to be present or to focus on your personal health. And those goals are directly opposed to one another. In order to reach goal A, you're going to have to hustle. And in order to reach goal B, your habits look very, very different. So not to say that it's impossible to set goals, even those two goals, but oftentimes the more goals you have, the more competition for time, energy, resources, focus, all of the things is spread between those goals, which is why we lead to 
scattered efforts lead to scattered results. So right now, if you can list some of the goals that you have for your business or for your life and recognize areas where those goals are competing or even directly opposed to each other, if you're pursuing one, that means you're compromising any progress on the other one. Sit down and prioritize which one is more important, which one do you want to focus on. And sometimes, even within business goals and personal goals, sometimes prioritizing those personal goals will lead to business growth. For example, prioritizing rest or prioritizing finding a hobby or your physical health, your mental health will oftentimes lead to growth in your business because you are the person driving growth in your business, right? The healthier you are, the healthier your business can be. And that's not always the way that it plays out. It depends on the season of life you're in and what type of business you own. And so many factors go into this, but think through how your goals are competing for your time, attention, resources, and whether or not they're directly opposed to each other. Because if they are, you're really setting yourself up for overwhelm and to move one inch in a million different directions, or maybe even one inch just forward, backward, forward, backward as you're pursuing those two different goals. And in each season of life, it's okay to prioritize different goals. So you might have three priorities for the year. You might have three goals for your business and three goals for your personal life. But even on a quarterly, monthly, weekly basis, you might have one goal that takes priority. And I think the longer you can focus on one goal, the more opportunity for growth and success you'll have on that goal. So I am a huge fan of setting quarterly priorities. So if you have three goals for the year, decide what you're going to focus on quarter one, two, three, four, because each season of business, especially fluctuating with the seasons, if you live in the Midwest, there are different seasons of business, but there's also different seasons where different activities just make more sense based on your schedule and what's happening in your life. So even if you have multiple goals, try to narrow in on one to focus on at a time so that you're able to give your highest level of effort and contribution towards that in the season that you're in and feel like you're making progress and not feel like you're moving an inch in a million different directions day to day. It's okay to give some of your goals the permission to be incomplete for a season. There have been times in my business where I have been super excited about a new idea that I have and I've given myself permission to say, this is a really good idea and I have time to do this in the future. I don't have to do it right now. I'm not going to miss my shot. I'm not going to miss my opportunity to be successful if I don't double down and focus on this right now. And there might be some things in your life where you can give yourself the permission of incomplete. It's okay if that's not done for this season. It's okay if it's not done for this year. It's okay if it's not done for the next 10 years. Oftentimes, the good things get in the way of great things in our business. And it's so hard to say no to good things because they're good things. And they do give some level of satisfaction or movement or progress in your life. And it's hard to say no to that and give up that progress or give up that satisfaction. But ultimately, it's making space for something that's more important that has the potential to give a bigger level of satisfaction and progress in your life. Another way that you might filter your goals and decide which ones to focus on is asking yourself the hard question and being honest with yourself, why do you want this goal? I think a lot of business owners set goals because they want to make people who they're not even friends with uh, proud of them, basically. They want to show that they can do something. They want to prove their worth. They want to prove that they're a quote-unquote legitimate business owner by setting a certain milestone or proving that they can reach some level of success. But ultimately, that's not a great reason to pursue a goal. Again, when you hit it, 
you're not going to be satisfied. So be honest with yourself while you're reaching something. Are you or wanting to reach something? Are you pursuing that goal because you really care about the level of impact you'll be able to have if you get there, whether that's on your family or on your community, on your clients, your customers in in the world? Are you pursuing it because it's a really meaningful meaningful goal that is worth it to you in this season, in this year of life that you're in? Or are you pursuing that goal because you want to fit in? You feel like you have to do it in order to feel accomplished. You have to do it in order to impress someone or to prove your worth to yourself even. There's a huge difference in the level of sustainable motivation that you'll have to reach your goals depending on why you want them. So that might be a question that can help you narrow down on the goals that are good to keep for this season and some of the goals that you might be able to let go of for this season. And here's the thing about goals. I kind of have had a love-hate relationship with goals recently. And I it's for a few reasons. I can see why somebody might be opposed to setting goals for a lot of the reasons we've talked about so far. Either they've achieved them and they haven't been satisfied, so they've said like, well, what the heck? Or they focus so much on the goal and not reached it that they feel like it's it leads to their unhappiness to pursue goals because they have no control over whether they reach them or not. And I think those are really fair opinions to have. And there are times in my life where I've felt very discouraged by my goals. And if you have really big goals, maybe you felt the same way. <laughs> but I do think that the pursuit of goals changes us in the journey. And so it's not necessarily about the type of business that you end up building or the type of lifestyle that you end up achieving before you retire. It's more important to focus on the person that you're becoming along the way. And that has to do with how you're living every single day of your life, how you're running your business every single day, how you're interacting with people in your life that matter every single day. And there are many reasons why we don't take action on our goal and we don't make that incremental progress in the day to day. It's so easy to get caught up in wanting those exciting business moments that we see people posting about on Instagram and sharing in social media. And it's so easy to feel like we don't have it all together and we're never going to get there. So why try? But the person that you're becoming in the business that you're building every single day matters so much more than those small moments. And if you talk to anybody who's reached those big moments, they'll tell you that it was hard won in the day to day where their work did not seem exciting. It seemed monotonous. It was not rewarding. It was probably a little bit draining. Showing up consistently is never easy. And in the world that we live in, there are so many things that are going to be thrown at you that prevent you from showing up consistently and doing the things that are going to help you get to those big goals in the end. But the way that you live every day of your life matters so much more than the big goals that you achieve once or twice a year or even every few years. So in order to take that action, when it doesn't look satisfying, when it's not instantly gratifying, when it's much easier to do the easy things like check email or scroll Instagram that feel like work and maybe even contribute a little bit to helping you run your business. No one builds a business without doing those boring things like checking email or answering messages and phone calls or tweaking small words on their website. There are so many support things that are easy to get lost in because they're easy to do. Oftentimes, the things that are going to help you make real progress in your business are challenging. They are not fun. They take a lot of mental energy, but are so worth it in the end. So if I leave you with one piece of advice, process through what those activities are that are going to lead you 
to build the type of business that you want to build, to build the type of life that you want to live. Focus on what you can show up today and do. If you want to project your success in the future, I would not look at your plan for tomorrow. I would look at what you did today, how you spent yesterday, how you used your time and attention, how you showed up, the type of person that you were. That's how I would project your future. And you can change that today. You can start showing up differently. You can start showing up incrementally as the person that you want to be someday. So look at what you have on your to-do list for today and get honest with yourself. What type of life and what type of business are you building today? And what do you want to do differently? Never wait until the day of to decide what to do with your time, energy, and focus. Always plan ahead of time because in the moment, it's so easy to choose instant gratification. Our brains are wired for instant gratification. And in the age of social media, they're even more so wired to choose what feels good in the moment instead of what is going to lead towards the things that we want more. So always have a plan on how you're going to spend your day, the things that you're going to prioritize and what you're going to get done. Have that decided so that it's not a question when you wake up in the morning, how you're going to spend your time, what you're going to focus on that day. Decide the day before when you have that clear mental energy and decide for yourself in the future. It's going to make it a lot easier to stick to the plan when you know that you created, when you had a clear mind space and you weren't making those decisions based on your emotions and how you felt in the moment. You're making them logically and in a disciplined way to focus on the things that are probably harder, probably take more energy, but in the end, make a higher impact towards your goals. And as a business owner, your goal is what you want to accomplish, but having the systems in place is what is going to get you there. Having those little habits, those consistent habits that are incrementally growing your audience or incrementally growing your brand recognition incrementally positioning yourself as an expert, incrementally showing your capability, incrementally getting you one step closer to making that sale. Those are the things that are going to compound over time. And so narrow down your goals. Choose three tops for your business. So if you have 10 goals for your business right now, decide which three you're going to focus on, why you're going to focus on them, the results that you want to get from them, how you want to feel when you reach those goals, and break them down. Decide what habits you need in order to reach those goals, and then really focus on those habits. Focus on showing up consistently. So if you have a big revenue goal, yes, have the strategy in place, the pricing in place. I know that it's actually possible if you work really hard to reach that goal based on how your business is set up, but then focus on what you need to do consistently to get that goal. So for some people, that might be showing up to networking events regularly. For some people, that might be nurturing their audience through email every single week, day in and day out, providing value where they can. For some people, that might be showing up on Instagram. Like The actual habits will look different for every single business and how it's structured, but make sure you know what habits those are. One thing I read recently from James Clear is that every system is perfectly designed to get the results that it's getting. So right now, your business is perfectly designed to get the results that your business is getting this month or this year. So in order to get different results, you have to change your systems. You have to change the inputs in order to get results because your business is perfectly designed to get the results that it's getting. Everything that you do day in and day out, all of your processes, templates, emails, customer workflow, all the things are designed to get you what you're getting right now. So in order to get what you want someday, it's probably going to look different. Your systems are going to change. Your habits are going to change. Maybe your mindset and the things that you're telling yourself about yourself or about your business or about your potential 
need to change. So think about that system, design that system that's going to get the results that you want to get in the end. So I hope that today's episode was helpful. I hope that it helped you to narrow in on some of the things that are serving you and some of the things that you need to focus on for this next quarter, for this next year. And I hope that you will schedule that time that I mentioned to talk to me about what you're facing in your business, the challenges that you're overcoming right now, what's helped, what hasn't helped. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to meet face-to-face and hear your story and learn how I can better help through this podcast or other channels to um, help you overcome overwhelm and reach your highest level of contribution. Thanks for listening in today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode, because good ideas don't grow businesses, action does. And if you want more business minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadevoid.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast. The number of women burning out is at an all-time high right now, and I'm on a mission to change that. If you're a service provider who's feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, don't let another year go by staying stuck. The Business Edit is a 12-month group coaching program that helps you declutter your business from top to bottom so that you can have shorter to-do lists, a clear strategy to scale, and know exactly what to focus on each week to drive results in your business. You'll end the year with the business that you've been dreaming of building, one that gives you your life back and pays you more than you've ever made before. In the program, you'll follow my signature five-step method for scaling your service-based business. You'll get business minimalist strategy, marketing, systems, and productivity roadmaps that are simple to understand and easy to implement, plus 12 months of customized one-on-one coaching to help you every step of the way. Join me inside the business edit at www.jadeboyd.co backslash coaching and get my step-by-step blueprint with everything you need to build your dream business in 2024. Now back to the show.